Good morning. Welcome to your Monster Monday edition of The Scorecard, your fast, fun daily hit of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan, and with so much to get to today, there really is only one place to start. Yesterday, the eyes of the sporting world were turned to Fight Island in Abu Dhabi as the notorious Conor McGregor sought to fight his way back to the top of the UFC against Dustin Poirier. Second round TKO from Dustin the Diamond Poirier. It shocked the fight game as he ruthlessly dismantled McGregor with leg kicks before finishing the fight with his hands. He went on to praise Conor McGregor post-fight. First off, I want to say Conor took this, you know, this this result very professionally over here. He, he's a he's a pro man, and nothing but respect. We're one and one. Maybe we have to do it again. And while Poirier was eloquent and considered. McGregor, who had admittedly been punched in the head many times, was slightly more difficult to understand. It's hard to overcome activity over long periods of time, and that's just the it wasn't, you know. Now there was a problem with pikes or gypsies. What are you doing, Potter? Get us way back. Can't really understand much of what is being said. I'm gutted, man, John. To be honest, I'm gutted. I put so much work in, you know. I hope. Well done, Dustin. Right, but one and one, good man. It's not Irish. It's not English. How are you? Fair, what is my kindness with the horses, you know? It's just, well, it's just pikey. And if the loss to Poirier didn't put the nail in the coffin of a rematch between Connor and the retired lightweight champion Habib Nurmagomedov, this comment from Habib, relayed by UFC boss Dana White, certainly does. He said to me, Dana, be honest with yourself. I'm so many levels above these guys. I beat these guys. So now we wait to see what Connor does next. Jeez, I hope he doesn't fight that bloke from YouTube. My team sent you a $50 million offer this morning. $50 million cash, proof of funds, the biggest fight offer you've ever been offered, but you're scared to fight me, Connor. You're ducking me because you don't want to lose to a YouTuber. Mitchell's inside the 30. Look at this young athlete. Is that Greg Inglis or is that Latrell Mitchell? What about that try? Latrell Mitchell is set to put pen to paper on a two-year extension with South Sydney, as reported by Michael Chamis from the Sydney Morning Herald. Over the weekend, Anthony Mundine labelled Latrell as being worth $1 million plus a year. But despite what Chalk thinks, Mitchell's new contract will see him fall just shy of the seven-figure mark, earning around $875,000 a season for the next two years. With just one round remaining of the Big Bash League for Season 10, the fight for a final spot is well and truly alive. Waves hit the gap again. He's going to get to the boundary. This is an extraordinary innings. Last night, Matthew Wade showed that even if he's dropped from the Australian test side, he's got plenty of cricket left in him as he smashed 86 of 44 deliveries to lead the Hobart Hurricanes to a seven-run win over the Sydney Sixers. And while the Sixers have already qualified for the finals, the win puts the Hurricanes right back in the mix for the final series. We can do it. And the mid-innings collapsed by the Sydney Thunder saw them fall six runs short of the Adelaide Strikers last night. The two teams will play again tonight at the same venue in their final regular season match, with the winner guaranteed to play finals. Last Friday, a report emerged from British newspaper The Times suggesting that the Japanese government had resigned itself to having to cancel this year's Tokyo Olympics. And since then, it's been all hands on Olympic deck to reassure the world that the Games are still on. Everybody is uh, really determined to make uh, these Olympic Games in six months uh, from now 
the light at the end of the tunnel. Thomas Bark, the president of the IOC, going with the old light at the end of the tunnel metaphor. While the Australian Olympic Committee CEO, Matt Carroll, opted for the more Barack Obama presidential-style reassurance. The Tokyo Games are on. The flame will be lit on the 23rd of July, 2021. The reality is, while both those blokes are hugely important at the Olympic level, the decision on whether the Games go ahead or not is going to come down to the Japanese government, who have been told by the AOC, host the Games this year or not at all. There's no rescheduling to 2022. It's July or die. These games have already cost the country more than $20 billion, which is a hell of a lot of money to spend on something that might not happen. I can't afford you. So it's fast approaching shit or get off the Olympic pot time for Japan. And moving from pots to bowls, today we will find out which two teams are destined to battle it out in Tampa Bay for Super Bowl 55. In the NFC Championship, it's 37-year-old Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers hosting 43-year-old Tom Brady and his Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you're so old. And today we'll find out if the Kansas City Chiefs can get back to the Super Bowl to defend their title when they take on the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship. Star quarterback Patrick Mahomes has been cleared of concussion to play. However, there is still some concern around a toe injury that affected him last week. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. Just got to stay in a positive frame of mind. There's your Fast Fun Daily Hit of Sport for Monday the 25th of January. If you're enjoying the podcast, go and leave us a five-star rating and a review, just like Marshy did. <clears throat> Better than Lego. All the sports news you could possibly need to start your day in less than 10 minutes? Yes, please. Thanks, Marshy. Hope I did your voice justice. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard.